Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. You gave you gave Derek is the same smile he gave Nate for years. I'm just a meat bag with a with skeleton Gundam parts made out of pure disappointment. We are just mechs with blood and meat instead of robot parts. The only thing is, is that we're saying the same thing. We're not robots though. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Good Saturday morning, everyone. Zach Jones hanging out with you as we have an extended Sports Talk Saturday today from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. as the home of the Bills gets you ready for Wild Card Weekend. And this is brought to you by Expert Contracting, Expert Contracting for Wind Damage. That's ironic. Call 716-272-ROOF. And yes, we are getting ready for potentially a... Big storm, but a rather quick storm. It is not going to be something like last year's Christmas storm, which kind of kept us all caged in our homes or at work for a number of days. This seems to be over relatively quickly, but it could be pretty powerful as it hits. And that we are expecting later this afternoon around 12 to 1-ish. For the latest on all of that, we do have live coverage pretty much all day till around 6 is tonight over on our sister station, 930 WBEN. That's going on right now, typically on Saturdays, just to give you uh, you know behind-the-scenes look. It's just like usually like four of us in a station um, or you know in the building. Today, there's like eight or nine of us. Two of my bosses are here. And yeah, like, I mean, like it's, I, I don't want to say it's going to be like a very, very serious thing, but again, it is going to be one of those things that very quickly, it could be very serious. We do have two weather event games for Super Wildcard Week. And of course, Bill Steelers is one of them that of course, with heavy snowfall and wind expected to potentially create whiteout conditions, but then also for later tonight, and that's going to be over on Peacock Chiefs and Dolphins with the Chiefs expected to get into negative degrees wind chill it's gonna be a very interesting day a very very interesting day but I do want to spend much of today when I can giving weather updates and then as well just talking bills Steelers I want to hear from you guys 803-0550 if you are still planning on going to the game I know my brother was somebody that was potentially going to get tickets for this game he's kind of backing out or at least seeing how today is going to transpire before he decides on going I want to hear from you guys if you do plan on still going. And also, just have a little fun, some of the more iconic weather games. 
that you've ever been to or you remember seeing. I know for a lot of people, you know, Bills Colts when it was just snowing like crazy, you get a LaShawn McCoy touchdown. I mean, Joe Webb was completing passes in that game and stuff like that. Just weather games can oftentimes be the very memorable ones of a season. Of course, if you just look throughout NFL history, you, you have the Ice Bowl, I think in Super Bowl two, And so, you know, they become very, very memorable very, very quickly. I am somebody, though, um, if anyone knows me in, you know, outside of radio or even you've probably heard me say this last year, I hate weather games. I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely hate weather games. I'm somebody, I don't need it to be like 80 degrees and sunny, but like, you know, at the worst, like 50 degrees and no precipitation. I Every game it feels like I've been to in the last seven or eight years of my life has at least been like some sort of bad weather. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm really, really tired of it. Mainly, and I think a lot of it now, is the Bills are a very, very good team. They are a team that is constantly in the hunt for a Super Bowl. And I, I, I do see it, you know, this year of just the Bills did everything they needed to, and they even got some luck. That was something I talked about in the offseason and even last year of just this team never really getting lucky in the playoffs, which is something that does have to happen. You do have to get good matchups, teams getting bounced before they realistically should, and the Bills just never got that. They got you know a one bad loss in a year, and then all of a sudden they have to go to Kansas City because Kansas City just refuses to have a good or really the AFC West just refuses to be good or to challenge the Kansas City Chiefs and they have to go there or all of last year really happening and just mentally draining a team that really shouldn't have had any fight left in them and they still did and now this year seemingly everything went right after they were six and six they go on a win streak they finish 11 and six the Dolphins lose some games they maybe shouldn't have. Tennessee. And it opens up the door for the Bills to potentially grab the AFC East. And then along with that potential, you get the fact that the rest of the AFC really isn't having great years. So at 11-6, and six, you can take the two seed. And they do that. And then... They get the worst team in the playoffs. Beautiful. At least the worst team on paper. They get the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that last year, they, they blew them apart. Gabe Davis with one of the best catches I've ever seen on a deep ball, one-handed. I mean, just a gorgeous game. And they're going to have a weather event that, for the most part, takes away all of the advantages the Bills have, and you kind of just have to hope you don't do anything dumb. Now, the turnovers that Josh has been prone to this year. I mean, now you're kind of just hoping that that doesn't become a thing. If it was just the wind, I felt like the Bills could absolutely deal with that. I felt that they would have no real problems there with that. But when you add in the snow and the wind, you're going to get into a very ugly game. A game that realistically only helps bad teams. It only helps bad teams. If weather limits a quarterback, that only can help a bad team. That only hurts a good team. Mason Rudolph should never compete with Josh Allen for who's the better quarterback on a day. Now he might be able to because the weather is going to be so bad or potentially could be so bad. And that is just very, very frustrating to me. It is very, very frustrating. I know the sayings of when it's when it's too cold for them, it's just right for us, and you know we're built for this weather and blah blah blah. No one really is. 
No one really is. No one wants to play in frigid temperatures like in Kansas City. And there will be a few players that love playing in the snow. But no one wants to limit their game plan because the weather is garbage. Now, this is not the only area of the country that gets really bad weather. Look at the south with hurricanes and with rain and how disgusting some of those games can get. Or, you know, even heat waves in Miami. But it's just, it's very frustrating that just as everything seemed to be clicking for the Bills. And I even go to the second half of that Dolphins game and what Josh Allen said afterwards about how he hadn't felt like the ball was leaving his hands better than it was in that second half. And now it's kind of all for naught. And now it's kind of just going to be, you hope the weather isn't as bad as maybe it was projected to be. And we're able to have, for the most part, a very clean football game. The weather won't play a factor in it. But I do wonder... I do wonder if we're going to get that and if it just becomes, again, another, you know, what is it going to be now, fifth, sixth straight game of just survive in advance. That has been this team's mantra for well over a month and a half now, and I just, I I want to see this team explode. It felt like it was coming in that second half, excuse me, of that Dolphins game. And now it feels like, I don't want to say we're starting from square, you know, from square one, but it does kind of feel like, get through Pittsburgh, and then maybe we'll see what this team can do. Now, I think this team can get through Pittsburgh. I think even with the bad weather, I do think Pittsburgh is not a very good football team. I think they're very well coached because I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan. But even then, I just I don't like it to be left up to chance. A lot of people talk about this with the officials, that the officials are dictating games. They're taking it away from the players. Weather kind of does the same thing or can do the same thing. And I don't like either. Now, that being said, I was not somebody that was banging the drum for a dome. I was not that person that goes, if it's not a dome, I'm not happy. But now I'm not thrilled. I, You know, as the team has progressively stayed this way of just their high scoring, their best player is their quarterback, and they are constantly in the Super Bowl hunt. I don't even care to host a Super Bowl. I don't think Buffalo realistically could. I care more about my team always having the best advantages to win when they are at home. And I don't think the way they are built, which is the modern way to win, is advantageous in Buffalo. It's just not. The weather can get bad and it can go south real fast. Now, in terms of cold temperatures, I've seen Josh Allen throw the perfect game in frozen temperatures. So I'm not really worried about that. I am worried, though, about wind and snow. And about how that can cause, you know, whiteout conditions where you're just hoping and praying that nothing goes wrong. I think a lot about it in, you know, NFL history. There's a game, I believe, in 1993 for the Philadelphia Eagles with Randall Cunningham against the Chicago Bears where he threw for well over 300 yards, maybe his best passing game as an Eagle, and it was all for naught because it was a fog game. No one really could see. And so as much as he was dialed in, there were picks, there were punts because guys couldn't see it, so they weren't catching the ball. And it was maybe Cunningham's best moment as an Eagle, and it was all for naught because of a fog that rolled up in Chicago, I think, that morning of. And it's just, it's very, very frustrating in terms of how this season has gone, the highs and lows of this season. I was somebody when they were 6-6, six and six, or more or less when they were 6-5, and because I, I, I walked away from the Eagles game, I want to say confident, but I, I was I was getting there but when they were six and five I was just in my mind it was just like I don't want to say it's not their year but I was also somebody that was thinking about the future of McDermott and kind of if they should be moving on the Tyler Dunn piece came out right around then 
And that's where I was at of just like, all right, I mean, you know, I don't want to say pack it up for the year, but maybe we should be. And instead, they completely turned it around. And they've done so without Allen playing like a superhero. He is still turning the ball over. He didn't have amazing passing games for much of this run, but they did it very much on the backs of a heroic defensive performance. I think this has been McDermott's best coaching job, you know, since. And he got hired, really. I What he's been able to do with so many key injuries and guys coming into spots that... You know, when we were coming into this year, no one really knew what Terrell Bernard would be at middle linebacker. And instead, he becomes an integral part of the defense. Ed Oliver gets paid. Many people are concerned about that. And I thought he played at an all-pro level much of this year. Big injuries across the secondary. Just keeps going. Just keeps moving. Great additions in the secondary in Rasul Douglas just been an amazing performance by this defense and by the running game James Cook obviously his game against the Cowboys is kind of you know legendary at this point now for Bills fans it's been very impressive and I would just it it would really sting if the Bills season ends tomorrow because you don't get to see the full potential of this Bills team because the weather is so bad I think that's where I'm at is I would just be incredibly, incredibly frustrated. Not at the team, but just at the circumstances of, man, still cannot get, I, I, I guess, I guess playoff luck their way. They still can't, and that would be incredibly, incredibly frustrating. Let's get to the phones here real quick. We've got Alex in Rochester. Alex, good morning, my friend. How are we doing? Hey, good morning. How's it going? So, pretty good, pretty good. Um, yeah, feel the, feel the doom and gloom a little bit, but at some point, you know, I think the team's got to, you know, um, shake it off and go out and play tomorrow and just, you know, start to, you know, focus on the, the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, question as a fan, season ticket holder, so planning on going to the game tomorrow, what we're trying to decide is do we go into Buffalo tonight? We're coming from Rochester. Um, so should we go stay there tonight and avoid potentially not being able to make it to the game tomorrow morning? And then in doing that, do you stay downtown? Any issues with getting from downtown to the stadium? I don't know. Just looking to see what – because I'm in Rochester here. It's mm-hmm. you know, sunny and blue skies right now. I have a tough time driving there tonight, but obviously we know what's coming. So um, we're worried about getting caught on the thruway, basically, like in Batavia in a whiteout condition. So I don't know if other fans coming from Syracuse are kind of thinking the same thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, do you go to Buffalo tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Alex, thanks for the call. Uh, I, I will say there's travel advisories already all across Erie County. I know the mayor of Buffalo, Byron Brown, also put out a travel advisory. I think the thing is, is, is going to be it's going to be paying attention to the weather around noon, one, two-ish, and to see if the storm really does hit Orchard Park, Buffalo, and, and this area. I think that's going to be the key there. Uh, in terms of coming in and staying, I, I don't know. I, I'm always going to err on the side of caution just personally. As a season ticket holder, in my head, Alex, this is what I would do. Let's skip the Pittsburgh game and go next week when Kansas City is here. That's it. And, 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 and I'm looking at it in the most positive way I can. Let's skip tomorrow. They're going to beat Pittsburgh. Let's go when Kansas City's here. Patch Mahomes' first road playoff game. We get to be the rowdy crowd that introduces them to that. You know, that's that's what I would do. Um, but yeah, I think I think the best way to do this is to just pay attention to the weather. 
as you know the afternoon kind of rolls around. Again, for the latest updates, that's going to be over on our sister station, WBEN, 9.30 a.m. They are going to have live coverage, I think, much of today. I think even going into around 6 o'clock tonight before they are going to transition over to the, at the time, it'll be then the second half of the first playoff game of the weekend, and that being Browns at Texans, which should be a very good matchup. I'm very, very excited for that game to get going around 4.30 tonight. But yeah, they're going to have live coverage for most of tonight, so any weather updates you're looking for, they are absolutely going to be on top of that. In terms of the Bills as well, they did tweet out last night, um, they're looking for people to shovel, which I always I always find that fun when they do that. It, it, some people may not like it. I think it's hysterical. Um, it is good, though. They're not asking you to do it for free or for the kindness out of your heart. Uh, if you are 18 or older or you have 18 in working papers, you can go there, uh, $20 an hour, I believe it is, and you know they're gonna have breaks for you. They're gonna have uh, they're gonna have you know areas where you can take a breather and stuff like that. So I mean, if you want to do that to absolutely make sure people can get into the stadium who are going, uh, I definitely recommend it. I know I've had friends who have done it as well. So absolutely do check that out if you are so inclined. I do want to transition a little bit more to I guess the the positives of this weekend. And I'm saying that you know with with Alex here who just called in of like you know. I don't want to say like necessarily just skip this game, but again, pay attention to the weather, see what it's looking like around you know this afternoon, and if it looks good, drive up. You know, if if it's looking solid, drive up absolutely. But for me, I'm looking at it as if we're a season ticket holder. You know what? Skipping this week, I ain't going to see Mason Rudolph in the cold. I'll wait till next week to see Patrick Mahomes take on Josh Allen in Buffalo. Finally, that's who. If they come here next weekend, if both teams advance. You also get Kansas City next year in Buffalo. So that'll be good to finally have a bit of a difference there. Because, man, we have just we have constantly had to deal with going to Kansas City. And it, to a certain extent, it's gotten actually pretty good. We've done very well against Kansas City and Arrowhead. So I'm not terrified to do that anymore. But, man, it'll be nice to get them into Orchard Park. It'll be so nice to get them into Orchard Park. On that point, though, for this weekend, I do want to give you a quick you know, update for the show coming up and really for the afternoon, as you did here, We are doing a special extended edition of Sports Talk Saturday, and that is brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage, call 716-272-ROOF. I will be on from 10 to 12 here. That will be followed then by Derek Kramer. And I believe, who else is Derek? Do we know who Derek's going to have on as well? I think he's going to have a guest today. Evan, I don't know if you know. I can't know. I, I think it's just Derek. Uh, he's having uh, Mark Schofield on at uh, 2.15 and Greg Thompson at uh, 2. Uh, not 2. Uh, Greg Thompson, yeah. All right, okay, so he's going to have 12, a 12.15, he's going to have two guests on. Beautiful. So, so stay tuned have, for that. He's going to have some guests on for this afternoon. For me, at 11, we're going to get a check-in with the Steelers, Will Graves, who covers the Steelers for the AP. I'm interested, on in that sense, how Pittsburgh fans are doing. Pittsburgh is notoriously a fan base that travels incredibly well. And so that's that's my thing. Like they travel incredibly, incredibly well. I want to know, with the weather, how that looks comparative to, you know, the Bills, who also travel very well, but with the impending weather, is it much more of an outright home game for the Bills because of what's potentially coming this 
this afternoon. Let's go back to the phones. We've got CJ on the line. CJ, how are we doing this morning? Good yourself. Doing very well. So, I, I, and my thoughts on this, I, I think they moved the game to Monday. What are your thoughts on that? I that's that's what I would do. It's it's a holiday. You have a perfect lead into the night game. That's at what eight twenty. You can play it at four o'clock. Yeah, or, or even four o'clock. Yeah, that that that's my thought. What time if they're gonna move it? What time do they announce it? I actually don't know. I don't think there's like any sort of set time they would have to announce it. I would imagine if they do, it's gonna be around uh, the time that I get off air when the storm is in in you know quote unquote projected to hit around that twelve to two ish range. If yeah, it does yeah. hit, they may do it. I just I, personally, I don't know if they will. I think they've had a built-in excuse to be able to do so, and they haven't. And so I'm thinking the way the NFL operates, they're not going to do it. Because I think as well, they they could have easily just done it where you move the Bills game to Monday and you move tonight's game, Kansas City and Miami, and you just move them to 1 o'clock tomorrow when the temperatures are projected to be much better than the negative degree wind chill at night. They've had the perfect you know perfect avenue to do so. Again, Monday's a holiday. It's not like you're missing out on a on a huge group of your audience or attendance at the state at the stadiums. You'd be able to do so and they haven't I I don't believe there is a deadline CJ. I could be wrong on that, but I think that is absolutely the way they they could have done it and have not. But I'm I'm right there with you, man. I would have moved it to Monday just to avoid all this weather. Because as I said at, at, at the beginning of the show, this is not projected to be like last year's Christmas storm, even in, even in, 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 in just outright snow. It's just supposed to be a really quick hitter, but it's hitting at essentially the perfect time to cause problems this weekend. If it was happening on Wednesday or Thursday, this would have been no problem. Yeah, it's going to kind of annoy people. Schools are going to close, but we'd be able to be getting through it. It's happening Saturday afternoon, night into Sunday, and the Bills are playing at one. I think even if if it was happen, if even if the Bills were playing Sunday at eight, we wouldn't really have many problems. But it's 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 just where they're at right now, and I think they've run into a perfect problem with that as well with Kansas City, Miami, where again, if that game was going on at one o'clock or even I, I would say four thirty today, they may not have any problems with the wind chill. But because it's going to be at night, it's going to be even worse. We are going to take a quick timeout here. Again, for today, at least for me, I'm going to be on from 10 to 12. At 11 o'clock, we will have Will Graves of the AP. He covers the Steelers. We'll have him on at 11 to get a check-in with the Steelers. How are fans getting from Pittsburgh to Buffalo? Is he even traveling to the game? And then just kind of a look at the Steelers as a whole, what they've been like, especially with the firing of Matt Canada, the, you know, I guess ascension, if you want to call it that, of Mason Rudolph. We'll see how that goes. They, he's coming up at 11, and of course, we're still taking your calls. 803-0550. Are you going to tomorrow's game? And also, want to have a little bit of fun, talk your favorite weather games that you have a memory of. We'll do that as well. Again, 803-0550. Zach Jones here on a special edition of Sports Talk Saturday. That is brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage. Call 716-272-ROOF. And you are listening to WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, L. King, Christina Perry. The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. They know the magnitude of the game. They feel it. It's palpable. I think the thing you have to tell them more often than not is you know what's worked in the past. Don't change your game or change what you know works because of the stakes. When you start doing that is when you get yourself in peculiar situations. Buffalo Bills center Mitch Morris there from earlier this week as the Bills get ready to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. As we get Super Wild Card Weekend rocking and rolling later this afternoon, at just after 4.30, we'll get Browns at Texans going. That'll be the first game of the weekend, followed by a little after 8 o'clock, Miami at Kansas City. They'll be playing in the North Pole. In case you forgot, that game's going to be frozen. I just, oh man, I, 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 don't, I don't do well with the cold. I don't do well with the rain, snow. I dislike it, but I can sit out in it. But, oh, man, that game in Kansas City is going to be absolutely vile for the sheer fact that it is going to be frozen. And you're you're not going to get warm for, like, a good 24 hours after that. You're just not. You're going to go home, try to take a hot shower, and it's just going to be painful. Man, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I am going to enjoy watching that game, though, from the warmth of my home. Again, we are doing a special sports talk Saturday here from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Myself, Zach Jones, will be on from 10 to 12. As the home of the Bills gets you ready for Wild Card Weekend, it is brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage. Call 716-272-ROOF. And we go now to the West Her Hotline where we have a special guest. And Bulldog, I got to ask, man, like just the cold. Are you, are you going to be watching this Miami Chiefs game with like kind of like a bit of sympathy of like, man, just good for you guys, but not for me? absolutely yeah you didn't you didn't mention uh, my mortal enemy uh rain cold snow wind the wind the, the wind. wind i hate the wind i just ran to dashes i went last night on my way home from work and it was it was insane in there this morning i went because I, I i only i only had capability to do so much last night so i still needed a few vitals milk eggs and juice so i go back this morning Parked farther away than I've ever parked. There was not a single cart in the lobby available to take. Like, that's how they're all either out in the corral, blowing around the neighborhood, or in the store being used. But I got in and out of there. On the way home, I had something happen that I've never had happen before. A discarded Christmas tree blew from the curb out into the path of my truck it stopped for a second, and I thought, well, I should probably, being a, a good neighbor, stop and move this tree to back to the curb. 
and then it just blew right across the street to the to the other curb, like a tumbleweed. Like I've seen tumbleweeds it in Texas tumbleweed. when I went to visit when my kid was playing in in New Mexico, playing hockey in New Mexico. I went to Texas a couple times, and I had plenty of tumbleweeds. I've never seen a Christmas tree acting like a tumbleweed in North Buffalo, but that's what I just experienced. I just like I, I'm with you too. Like the wind, we were talking a little bit about it this week of just like the wind is just such like a demoralizing force because it'll just. I mean, I'm I'm a tall guy. But, man, you get 20-mile-an-hour gusts, my balance is going to be challenged the rest of the day. <laughs> it's the pits, man. When I when I was a runner, uh, which, you know, from, I don't know, 2010 to, I don't know, about five years ago I had to stop. Uh, my knees gave out. Um, frigid cold, zero degrees, even some snow on the ground, fine. I, I would I would love those days in the park. I would I would take pride in being like one of three people in the park running on a day like that. If I would look out my window in the morning before going out when I was having my coffee, if I saw my trees moving too much, I'd be like, no, no, that's not for me, dog. I'm, st- I'm staying in today. I do not need to be climbing Mount Delaware uh, in, in the face of like a 25 mile an hour wind. To hell with that. Yeah, you're like I'm a trooper, but I'm not a crazy person. Like I'm not, right. I'm not right. gonna put myself through that. It's just like I, like I'm, I'm sitting here with like bated breath, man. I'm just like waiting for like I feel like this storm to come in. I mean, I, we, we talked about the story recently of just like last year's like Christmas storm, and while like mm-hmm. this is not going to be that even in duration, I mean, it's it's going to be a relatively quick hitter. I'm just like sitting here, kind of like you know, tapping my my toes mm-hmm. and everything like that. I'm like, all right, like. Here we I've go. got some. I've got some light snow falling here, and it the wind is 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 whipping pretty good already. Yeah, we do here in our Amherst studio as well. It it, it doesn't look like it's like snowing hard, but like it's it's the wind. It, it's going to be the wind, and yep. like that's for me getting ready for tomorrow's game. I, I think at this rate, it is going to be played tomorrow at one. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just I, I'm preparing myself to just be pissed off from one to four. As we have whiteout conditions, and I'm like, great, they can't pass against a team who has a limited secondary, no right. linebackers. TJ Watts out, and I'm just I'm praying that they win ten to three. Yeah, I know, I know. It it is, it is really frustrating. I mean, how, we talked a lot about it yesterday. Like, what, what what did Mike say when we started our show yesterday? Why does it have to be so hard? Like, that, yes, that's, yes. that's kind of what this feels like. Like, come on already, right? All the all the trials and tribulations of the season, you know, 500 a couple of times, McDermott under assault, uh, and they, you know, they, they, they pull it, pull together, win five games in a row. Like, okay, we're, the, we're home for two weeks. I mean, I've been saying it since Monday. You know, this is the easiest looking path. Not that it's easy, but it's the easiest, I'd say, of the four years they've been a Super Bowl contender, uh, just because the Chiefs are down and the Browns and the Texans are in the playoffs, no Bengals. Like, come on already. We should be able to handle this. And now you get this great leveler of the weather. And, you know, we tend to think about how it's going to affect the Bills and we think the Steelers are more equipped to handle it, but who who really knows? You know, it is it is an ultimate variable that you just you're just guessing at how it's going to impact each team. Um, but I, I just I would rather this game were being played in you know more reasonable football conditions uh, for sure because it does negate. You mentioned it already. Like I've got I've got a bad pass defense and. Uh, a, a monster quarterback on my side. On the other side, I've got, I think my pass defense is better than my run defense. Not that the Steelers would try to throw it like crazy on me. I don't think they're really capable of doing that. But if it was like a normal game, 
I would feel like, you know, I've got the advantage in those two areas, and I feel I'm worried that it's really been somewhat negated, or will be somewhat negated, if the weather turns out to be what we expect the weather to be. The one positive I'm taking from this is, like, you know, if they do win this game, it will just give me more, and I, I feel like it would even give the Bills more confidence of, Maybe it is our year. I, I, I've talked a lot about it, even leading up to the season of the Bills not really having the greatest playoff luck in the world. Either you know they they wind up getting a two seed, they always have to go to Kansas City to play, or they face a Cincinnati team who I I still think, even though Cincinnati didn't make the playoffs, they do not match up well with. If if they do get through this Pittsburgh game after this weather event, they I, I feel like they've got to look at themselves in the face. I feel like Bills Mafia's got to look themselves in the face and go, maybe it is our year. You, you know, mm-hmm. if if everything goes the way it should, you probably get Kansas City at home. And then, you know, let's see with Baltimore. Lamar Jackson's only won one playoff game in his career, and he would likely have to go up against Joe Flacco, who at the quarterback age of 75 is deciding to throw <laughs> howitzers, or a rookie sensation in C.J. Stroud. He could lose those games just for the sheer fact of he's never really been a great yeah. playoff performer and so, like, as much as I'm still excited for this playoffs, I just feel like I have to get through, like, Sunday at 4. Just get me yeah. to there, and then we can start, you know, thinking forward. But, I, you know, I, I'm even now at a point, too. You know, Bulldog, we, we've got two guys out. It's going to be Gabe Davis and Taylor Rapp. Those two we definitively know are out. But even Rasul Douglas, who didn't practice at all this week, is questionable. And And because of the weather, I haven't even really put too much thought into, like, what is that going to do for the Bills game plan? Yeah. No, I know. I, I, I think um, it might be a thing that makes it tolerable to not have those players, right? Like if, if they can take a week here, I, you know, I don't want to say treat it like a bye week, but for those guys that are injured, I would say especially Douglas, who you know apparently still has a chance to play. He hasn't been ruled out like Davis and Rapp have. Um, in the nature, he's, he's got a leg injury, a knee injury. I don't know about uncertain footing. I mean, I don't have a knee injury, but I still get freaked out walking on on you know on on slippery surfaces because I I feel like I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna lose a knee mm-hmm, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, I know we're talking about <laughs> professional athletes here, but still, um, I, I think uh, discretion might be advised here with with Douglas um, because of what the what the track will be like tomorrow. Um, like if he's close to being able to play. I would rather let Dane Jackson go play in the snow and hope that I can get through a game against a team that doesn't have a great passing offense without my new number one corner. Yeah, absolutely. I did want to get your thoughts, though, real quick on another game that's going to be happening, not this weekend, it's going to be on Monday, but me and you have a bet involving Baker Mayfield. And just (laughs) as I'm about to go on air, A.J. Brown's been ruled out for the Eagles for Monday night. He has a knee sprain, I believe it was. He had missed the last two practices I mean, the Eagles, man, like to, quietly, it feels like they went one in five through their final six games. Nick Sirianni is apparently like on the hot seat. I mean, like, is Baker Mayfield going to like win a playoff game again? I, I, I picked them. I, I, I like them. I, I've been, boy, going back to, I, I want to make sure I have the order right. I, I think I do. The Eagles played the Chiefs then the Bills, and then I think Dallas again. Like, the Bills were in the middle of a, a stretch there, and they they did not look good against against the Chiefs. They won the game, but it was not – I was not impressed. It's one of the reasons I liked the Bills going into that matchup after Thanksgiving and really, you know, 
coulda, shoulda, woulda, whatever. Um, but, you know, and the Eagles did impress in the second half of that game, especially rallying and, and, and winning like they did. But I still – I thought they were taking on water before they started this losing skid to end the season and then full on. I mean, you know, that, that, that ship is tilting in the water at this point. So – I think they'll. I think they're vulnerable. I mean, it, it could be a thing where you know they get to the playoffs and sort of take a breath and revert to previous form of you know one of the dominant teams in the NFC. But I don't think really they've been that team on either side of the ball most of the year. So I think they're vulnerable. I, I like Tampa in in that game Monday night. It should be an interesting game, especially it's in Tampa, which that's always my favorite thing of the playoffs is realizing that one really crappy NFC South team is hosting a pretty solid wild card team. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot that's how the playoffs work. That's always a fun right, reminder. Right. And that game, I think, has a real chance to be played in like torrential dominance. Oh, yeah, it's going to be gross. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we were talking about like the two cold weather games that are happening this weekend. On Monday, there's, it's going to be a sloppy game as well. Like this wild card weekend, man, it's going to like yeah. people are going to go down and go. I mean, I mean, it was really ugly. Like, we got through it, but it was ugly. Yeah. So, that should be fun. And then we got two games going on in domes with Dallas and then Houston as well. The, the Texas teams, of all the teams, have domes. I, that's stunning to me. All right, man, I don't want to take up too much of your morning. You were very gracious to come on early. I know if it was me on a Saturday, I'd still be in bed. So, thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No, ha- happy, uh, happy to do it. So, have yourself a good afternoon. Well, excuse me, good morning and uh a rest of the weekend and everybody you know stay safe and hopefully we'll all be talking after a bill's victory uh at about four fifteen or so sunday beautiful man all right talk to you tomorrow have a great day all right bud see you that was a bulldog you can hear him on our afternoon shows here on wgr from three to seven with mike shope he was on the west her hotline i do want to give a quick update as well wben tweeted this out about 25 minutes ago but governor kathy hochel will be providing a storm briefing at noon in western new york today so that's going to be in just about an hour and 10 minutes that'll be going on again and any weather updates those guys are going to be doing live coverage for much of today so i do recommend if you want to get any updates on the weather do go over to 9 30 WBEN and also a big reason why we're doing here our, our extended sports talk Saturday as well. Of course, we have Wildcard Weekend starting. We do have a Sabres game tonight at four o'clock, and I did get a few texts from some friends just to kind of like make sure, like, hey, the Sabres are playing today. As of right now, the Sabres are still scheduled to play at four o'clock. They're hosting the Vancouver Canucks, who have had a big turnaround season after last year's complete and utter disaster. That game is still scheduled to go on. Pre-game is going to start at 3 o'clock right here on WGR following our extended Sports Talk Saturday. And that is brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage. Call 716-272-ROOF. We are going to take a quick time out here at 11 o'clock in about... 15 minutes. I'll be joined by Will Graves of the AP in Pittsburgh to get a look at the Steelers. I know I'm talking a lot about like how this is going to affect the Bills, but a Steelers team that I most would agree is less talented than the Bills. I want to get his thoughts on what he thinks could be in store for Pittsburgh. We'll do that at 11. We're going to take a quick timeout. Still, of course, taking your calls 803-0550. I'm Zach Jones, and you're listening to WGR.
Welcome back, everyone. Zach Jones hanging out with you as we have a special playoff edition of Sports Talk Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'll be on air from 10 to 12, followed by Derek Kramer and Frank Arcuri from 12 to 3. As the home of the Bills gets you ready for a wild card weekend, and then it's brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage. Call 716-272-ROOF. And in about 10 minutes, I'll be joined by Will Graves of the AP to talk the Pittsburgh Steelers, as that is the Bills opponent, for tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. They are a team that I just, the entire year, it felt like everyone was kind of waiting for them to just fall away from the playoffs, just eventually become the team that is, in fact, starting either Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph at quarterback, and it never happened. They were able to kind of just keep keep the wheels on the track. Mike Tomlin continues to be Mike Tomlin in the sense of he refuses to have losing records. And with Pittsburgh especially, how they've ended the year has been really, I don't want to say impressive, but just a team that is clearly not as talented as much of the rest of the NFL or is kind of known to not be as talented. Week 13 to week 15, they lose three straight. They lose to Arizona, they lose to the Patriots, and they lose to the Colts to go 7-7. Seven and seven. And then they end on a three-game winning streak. They beat Cincinnati. They beat Seattle. And then they beat a backup riddle team in the Baltimore Ravens who had already locked up the one seed at that point. But for me, at least, just looking at the Steelers, they're both a fascinating team in the sense of they won 10 games. Like They clearly should be at least solid enough. But they do almost remind me of teams like the 2017 Bills, who just you kind of know shouldn't be there. Hey, it's a great playoff appearance, but I, I just I I think Pittsburgh would be much better off winning four or five games and being able to have a high draft pick to go get a quarterback this year or even next year. Although the class next year does not look nearly as good, but now I, I feel like they are stuck in somewhat of a limbo in terms of what comes next for the Steelers. But their season could radically change tomorrow if they're able to beat the Bills in Buffalo to go to the division round. All of a sudden, a season where they just kind of, you wonder, the hell was going on? You know, what are you doing trying to win these games? You know, Matt Canada was fired in the middle point of the season. Kenny Pickett looks to be a huge bust at this point as they've moved really to Mason Rudolph, and I'm somebody as well. I think they should make a real go for Justin Fields in the offseason. I mean, if you want to, if you go to the divisional round, you just got to start looking around and going, hey, this is why you play the games, right? As somebody that actively looks towards the draft pretty regularly, even when I shouldn't, for the Steelers, it would kind of be the same thing of, like, this is why this is why we play the games. Do you also want to give my quick thoughts here real quick on, you know, two big both retirements and coaches and, and coach firings in the NFL earlier this week. Nick Saban retires from Alabama, and then Bill Belichick is uh, mutually agreed to part ways slash kind of fired by the New England Patriots after 24 years on the job. Both already have their replacements completely inset. The Patriots with Gerard Mayo. That is something surprisingly is not too surprising. He had in his contract that he was essentially going to become the heir apparent. And that's how they were able to to circumnavigate the Rooney rule. But even it feels like for like the past year or so, we've been hearing about Gerard Mayo being the next guy up. I think the only wrench that was thrown into that whirlpool was going to be Mike Vrabel becoming available with Tennessee. But no, it is Mayo 100%. And he is now the youngest coach in the NFL. He's a month younger than Sean McVay. And then Nick Saban, he uh, in, in a way abruptly retires at Alabama. And within their 72-hour window that they gave themselves, they get their next head coach. And it is Kalen DeBoer, who comes over from Washington. Monday, he was in the national championship game for Washington. And by Friday night, 
he is being officially announced as the Alabama head coach. It moves quick in college football. The story I found hysterical, though, was quarterback Will Rogers, who was transferring from Mississippi State to Washington, and he had done that before the playoff games were being played. He was on the field in number 15 for Washington on the sidelines. He couldn't play, but he had a number. He had a jersey. He is now transferring from Washington. Just, I'm somebody that likes the transfer portal. I think it gives players more agency, where, as you see with coaches, they can just kind of leave. They have buyout clauses in their contract, and these universities are willing to pay them. But it's just funny to me that he he spent essentially two weeks in Seattle before he bounced because Kalen DeBoer is now the head coach at Alabama. We're going to take a quick time out here. When we come back, Will Graves of the AP in Pittsburgh will join me as we talk the Pittsburgh Steelers as the Bills host them for the wildcard round tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. I'm Zach Jones, and you're listening to WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.